This is The 101, a podcast with local discoveries, in-depth conversations and informative stories from the communities that hug Highway 101 along California's central south coast. From Thousand Oaks to Ventura to Santa Barbara and beyond. I'm your host, Michelle Loxton. Welcome to our very first season. I'm so pleased you could join us. Every eight years, counties all across California are required to work with the state to come up with a plan that addresses local housing needs. These plans, called the Regional Housing Needs Allocation, or RENA for short, include the exact number of homes or units that need to be built. For many planners, these reports are a tangible way of knowing how much housing is actually needed to address what many would agree is the biggest challenge facing every California community. Santa Barbara County's newly approved plan calls for the creation of almost 25,000 new units over eight years. It's a 125% increase from the previous plan. That's a huge increase. The reason for it? The county has never kept up with its RENA housing goals in the past. Had we delivered fully on our RENA numbers for the last 20 or 30 years, those would theoretically be less. The numbers are pretty overwhelming for local housing developers. I asked them if these numbers can really be achieved. I talked to my friends in the planning department at the city, and yeah, they even like to say it's a goal, but will we achieve it? Probably not. In this episode of The 101, failing to meet housing goals in one central South Coast city, So just to confirm what you said, for each property, you have about 100 households waiting. That's an average over the whole portfolio. That's right, yeah. But also telling the stories of the lucky ones who have managed to find somewhere to live that they can afford. Certainly, it's helped me start saving money now. You know, I'm not spending every single dime and, you know, chasing the rent. That's all coming up in this week's episode of The 101. Support for The 101 comes from KCLU listeners and Cottage Health. For nearly 130 years, Cottage Health has been providing advanced medical care for patients throughout California. Nationally recognized for quality care and patient satisfaction, the team at Cottage Health puts patients first with excellence, integrity, and compassion. Services include the Cottage Heart and Vascular Center, Cottage Center for Orthopedics, Cottage Children's Medical Center, and Santa Barbara Neuroscience Institute. More at cottagehealth.org. This is The 101. I'm Michelle Luxton. The Hardin de la Rosas apartment complex in Santa Barbara was completed a few years ago. It's got Spanish-style red roofs, a learning centre, airy corridors and a colourful mural on the playground wall. This, along with its prime downtown-adjacent location, means the complex could be easily mistaken for a pricey rental building. But it's not. It's an affordable housing complex. It's where I meet Gloria, who we're only identifying by her first name for privacy reasons. When I ask her how long she's been living here, she says two years, then stops and thinks about it for a moment and realizes it's been much longer, more like four years. She can't believe it. Time passes when you're happy, she explains. 
Oh, pues yo llegué porque me mandaron una aplicación donde yo vivía. Gloria says someone gave her an application for this complex and another one in Carpinteria. She says thank God she was able to get in and that many wonderful people have helped her throughout the process and that she's currently living here with her three grandchildren. Para llegar aquí con mis tres nietos, vivo con tres nietos y estamos aquí viviendo. She says living at the complex has been a big change for her and her grandchildren, but they are very comfortable here. We walk up a couple flights of stairs to Gloria's apartment. She's taking me on a tour. The apartment is immaculately neat. The lounge has comfy sofas with colorful scatter cushions and a glass cabinet filled with trinkets she's found at yard sales over the years. On the walls are pictures of Gloria and her family, of her grandchildren and her mother, who she says died about a year ago. Murió de 98 años. She was 98 years old, Gloria says. This home was built and is managed by People's Self-Help Housing, a nonprofit that's been creating affordable housing across California's central coast for more than 50 years. They've created about 3,000 units across the region. Of that, about 1,000 are rental units in Santa Barbara County, just like Gloria's. It's funny because some people hear, oh, there's low-income housing project coming to my neighborhood. My property's value is going to go down. Ken Trigero is the president and CEO of the company. But I always take a lot of pride to say, you know what, we'll probably raise the property values in the neighborhood. And we do that over and over. So that's just really icing on the cake. The company aims to make sure rent is no more than 30% of a resident's income. That's really how we define something as affordable. Trigero says to build this kind of affordable housing, they rely on up to six different sources of funding for each project. But principally, about 60% comes from the federal low-income housing tax credit program. And unsurprisingly, there is high demand for this type of housing right now. We've got huge wait lists. So we know that uh, on each property, you know, we've got about 54 or so total. We have over 100 households on each of those wait lists. And that's an active current number. It's huge. And it's a huge problem all across the state getting affordable housing built. Trigueros says the biggest obstacles they face when trying to create more housing are money and then red tape. Getting through environmental processes, zoning issues, getting local communities on board, it's all a challenge. But the data they get from the RENA reports every eight years is very helpful to them, Trigueros says. We look to the RENA numbers in each jurisdiction to figure out well, what are those actual numbers to try to help us strategically uh, meet those actual needs? So it's pretty direct and important for us. The newly approved RENA report says between 2023 and 2031, Santa Barbara County has to create close to 25,000 units. Of that, the city of Santa Barbara has to create 8,001 units. I asked Trigero if these targets are attainable. There's uh, uh, probably sufficient funding to, to access uh, about half of those um, RENA numbers, if you will. Um, we, we just really struggle to get ahead of it, though. The demand far outstrips the supply. A short drive across town, I meet another person trying to tackle the affordable housing crisis on behalf of the city of Santa Barbara. 
Rob Fredericks is the CEO of the city's housing authority. He's really passionate about housing. He's been with the authority for 25 years and some have even called him the housing evangelist. We meet on the corner of Castillo and Carrillo streets just off the 101. Fredericks chose this spot to meet because in almost every direction we look at this busy intersection are affordable housing developments. We're at the gateway of entering Santa Barbara and people often mistake Casa de las Fuentes for a bed and breakfast. They'll pull in and say, hey, you got a room to rent for the weekend. Casa de las Fuentes is a Spanish-style adobe. It was completed in 2002 with a specific workforce population in mind, low-income downtown workers. It's for workers earning a maximum of $70,000 a year, and those without a car are prioritized. We head inside the complex, pass a beautiful water fountain, a nod to the name, and meet Omar Aguilash. I moved here uh, May 5th, 2021, uh, on my birthday, and I, I love it. It's very convenient, it's very close to work. I don't drive, so it's wonderful. I get to ride my bikes to work. Aguilash says living here has improved his finances and his health. I actually am thriving. I'm allowing myself to be more creative, uh, use my, my extra income on my, creati- my creative tools. Rent at Casa de las Fuentes starts at just over $700 a month, depending on your unit. Rob Fredericks from the city's housing authority and I walked down the street to the development next door. El Carrillo here that we built for people moving from homelessness. 62 units on a half acre, and it's a beautiful architecture. The rent for the El Carrillo unit started just over $650 a month. We head inside away from the busy street. This complex was created to be transitional housing for people experiencing homelessness. Units are smaller. We want people to move to bigger places once they stabilize, but we've created such community here that a lot of people are original residents here from when we built the development in 2006. We've offered people to move to larger apartments. They like where they live. Fredericks is proud of this particular complex because of how much they've been able to build in a small space. It shows you can build 122 units to the acre and it can be beautiful and the sky won't fall. You'll still have a great development in the city with higher densities. In total, Santa Barbara has 72 affordable housing properties across the city, totaling almost 1,400 units. But it's by far not enough. The city's waiting list is currently over 9,000 households long. So I've spoken to those who've benefited from affordable housing. I've spoken to those trying to build affordable housing. Now for the person who's actually telling everyone how much should be built. The person who helps come up with the RENA. My name is Mike Becker. I'm the Director of Planning for Santa Barbara County Association of Governments. Becker defines the RENA plans this way. I think if you had to really boil it down, it's the state's fair share housing law. It's to ensure that no single jurisdiction has to bear a burden or reap the benefits of accommodating um, housing to satisfy the state's housing needs. Baker's job is to figure out how much housing is actually needed and then assign that housing fairly to different cities or jurisdictions in Santa Barbara County. He uses a complicated formula that includes things like forecasted population and overcrowding and cost burden factors. 
Baker creates the plan, but it's up to the cities and jurisdictions to accommodate it. Here's Rob Frederick, Santa Barbara's Housing Authority CEO, with how well his city does in accommodating RENA. The RENA numbers really do provide communities with a picture of that need. Now, from a practical sense of meeting those RENA numbers, it's very impractical. It's a goal, a goal to say, we can provide for this much housing in the city, but will we achieve it? Probably not. And Mike Becker confirms jurisdictions haven't been achieving this goal. Over time, we've been delivering about 50% of what has been called for. So they don't deliver on the RENA numbers. And each report shows there's a huge need. This year, a 125% increase from the last cycle. It just keeps piling up. So we knew it was coming. Nobody in this region doesn't think that we have a housing problem. There, there is certainly a housing problem. There's a, a cost burden problem. There's an overcrowding problem. So it was not a surprise. And because jurisdictions are not delivering, the state is now attempting to take matters into its own hands by passing all sorts of different housing laws that essentially bypass local jurisdictions. The state has said these are ways that we can increase housing production. If it takes away some local control, local control is what created the problem. So through these laws, it takes away some local control in an effort to, to begin to solve it. Laws like ones that require local entities to streamline the approval of certain housing projects. There's a law that lets almost anyone with a house build an accessory dwelling unit or granny flat. And there's a new law that will allow really any homeowner to split their home up to create up to four units. And I think ultimately until we start getting housing is delivered based on more where we need, the state's going to continue to pass these laws. So here's where things stand. RENA is seen as essential to housing planners to quantify the problem to understand the housing crisis. But developers, planners and housing officials all say these goals are impossible to achieve. And because of that, the state is now saying failure is no longer an option. We're changing the laws. A new reality is on the horizon for cities in California, just like Santa Barbara. One where if you don't achieve your RENA goals, no matter the reason why, the state is saying, we're going around you. to kclu.org slash podcast where you'll find photos of the affordable housing complexes I visited and the people I met at them. The 101 is produced by KCLU Public Radio. We are NPR for the California coast. This episode was edited by Elisa Barber. I'm Michelle Loxton, the host and creator of The 101. If you have an idea or a story for one of our next episodes, email me at podcast at kclu.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, tell a friend about it today. And don't forget to subscribe. This is The 101. Thanks for listening. <laughs>